Biggie. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Biggie. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. It seems like this podcast, you people don't know, but when we get into this uh, recording, we have the most technical day. I record podcasts all, you know, like throughout the week. I cannot, for some reason, whenever it's time to call Ty, <laughs> it just doesn't work. You know, so I sit here for 30 minutes. I am frustrated. <laughs> I'm really angry. But I am going to leave that at the door, ladies and gentlemen, because we are here to talk about the UFC, the MMA, and the combat sports world going into a weekend where we're going back to ABC, Ty. I know you know you're a big ABC fan. You're a big uh, terrestrial cable kind of guy. Uh, we are back on ABC this weekend, Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega. But first, we will talk about this past weekend's card that featured Rafael Dos Anjos getting TKO'd and put into the land of wind and ghost by Rafael Faziv. Uh, let's just start right there. Fifth round. I, I thought um, I, I saw a lot of people, you know, the uh, of course the non-casuals, you know, they, they love the, all the MMA uh, Twitter, which is a one of the most toxic places on the entire planet. Um, the most. Yeah, I, I mean, it is a disgusting place, but uh, shout out to everyone out there. But um. <laughs> they just like were saying, oh, like it's a bad stoppage or whatnot. And like, I guess on on the surface, when you watch it the first time, you're like, oh, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, listen, man, you go back and watch that second punch. That guy's eyes roll back. He's like, whoa, what, what the fuck just happened? He's, you know, he gets rocked. Yeah. He just kind of got caught, like just caught in the beginning of the round. Just got kind of flash knocked out. And it is what it is, you know, like, it, it, he fought a good fight, he kind of waited a little too long to, well, not even waited, I mean, he couldn't really implement the wrestling the way he wanted to, and we knew if this was going to be a long-standing, uh, you know, on-the-feet battle, that Fazeev was going to win, he's just, that that's just his specialty, he's just better in that category, and he showed, I think he showed his stripes uh, when it comes to the wrestling, or at least takedown defense, that he is not an easy takedown or hold-down uh, situation, and uh, he cashed out our TKO, uh, Okay, oh, better, you know, our, our double chance. Yes, sir. Uh, shout, shout out to Mr. Fazid. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, Derek Cleary, Derek Cleary, Cleary, Cleary. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. He's not good. We You're know right? that. He had it. He had a. He had it a draw until the, up until the fifth, which I don't. I don't think I agree with. But you know. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Fazid. 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 Still not really sure which. Which it is, but uh, man, that, that the follow up, I, I I missed it at first too. I was just like, come on, man, you can't let RDA go out like that. But that follow up had him, you know, the eyes roll back to the back of his head. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't going to continue after that. So shout to Vazeev, man. Uh, these these younger younger guys are, you know, I guess he's not even necessarily young. Eh? He's twenty nine. They're uh, they're starting to usher out the old the old guard. Um, you know, he called out Gaethje. We saw Gamrock call out Gaethje. I think both of them beat Gaethje. Um, slowly starting to see the RDAs, the the maybe not the Poirier's yet, but um, we're starting to see the the guys with twelve or fifteen fights compared to fifty um, move up the rankings. Did you see Gamrat put that dude in like a guillotine on some like Polish uh, TV show? 
No. Oh my god, dude. He puts him in a guillotine and just picks him up off the ground and almost pops his head off of his shoulders. I was just like, <laughs> these guys have literally no chill whatsoever. The guy was like, the guy was almost dying afterwards. He's just. Poland. Gamrot, yeah, Gamrot's just laughing like that. That Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. I'm like, oh my god, bro. Like, he's, I will show. <laughs> I will show him my favorite submission, and he just fucking just pot like just yo. He like blocks it in, and he just picks him up. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like holy shit, dude. But um, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, yeah. It was just kind of a uh, stepping stone sort of matchup. Unfortunately, that's what we talked about. Dos Anjos is sort of a gatekeeper, and that's not a necessarily bad thing. But it is when you're Dos Anjos and you're you still consider yourself a title challenger or contender. Uh, you know, Fazeev not, knocks him down, uh, gets himself up three spots. He's now number seven. He's looking in that Justin, like you said, I think, uh, you know, he called him out himself. I like just that Justin Gaethje battle would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know um, if Gaethje wants to do that because it just seems like what those guys up there who have fought for the title, they just want to make like fight these big name, you know, money sort of fights. Yeah, but that's an entertaining ass fight if you're trying to get a bonus or you know like that's that's right there three rounds of a fire. I I don't know if Gaethje is going to go back to a main event a five round main event on a fight night. Uh, maybe they could do an ABC or something like that. But I don't know. I, I mean, even a Chandler. Uh, I mean, he could even fight Daryush, which I don't know that Daryush would be very interesting just because Daryush would be probably more successful in his grappling uh, attempts. You would think in theory. But you know, well, I guess I guess we shall see. I don't I don't have my. I mean, it, the, lightweight's kind of a uh, clusterfuck. We like we've talked about him here. It's just yeah. Know. But you got Fazeev at seven, Gamrot nine, Saruki in ten, Jalen Turner fourteen, Ismagulov fifteen. You're starting to see them push up, man. They're starting to push, and there's you know there's even more <clears throat> than that. Uh, One fifty five is loaded. Yeah. So, what do we do next year for Kayo? Bajelo, 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 something like that. So, the the, the Batman supervillain uh, gets another W, uh, unanimous decision kind of across the board. Went exactly as we talked about here on the podcast. I thought he might get the finish, but he just, you know, it, it's not not for lack of trying. He really, I mean, he just, it was just kind of a backpack situation, a, gra- you know, ground and just hold him down, just dominant grappling situation for Kayo. Uh I don't have. I really don't have much to say other than this has kind of went exactly how I expected because Armin is what primarily a kickboxer, and he just didn't. There's not much you can do when you're, you know, you can train all you want, but some of these guys are just they just have levels above you and they just have way more time on the mat. There's not much you can do. Yeah, I think this one. This one was kind of boring. Yeah, I was um, out. I, I, I actually was like, I think I was out. I was out of the bar. I was just like, I turned around. I was just like, I'm not. Uh, after like the <laughs> midway, midway through the second round, I'm just like, okay, let me know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he couldn't get that sub, man. It was it was tough. Um, he was kind of just doing a lot of just laying, and you know he he had him in good spots, but he couldn't. He just couldn't get the finish. Uh, shout out to the fighting there, though. I'm a big fan. I it's kind of funny. I feel like the UFC is trying to get some of these young 185 guys and push give them, give them a push. Yeah. Um, you know, putting him in the co-main event already. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty crazy, you know. Uh, and he didn't really you know shine the way they probably wanted him to shine to be able to push that, you know, can he challenge Izzy or Pereira or whoever the champion is in like a year, a couple of years or something? I, I mean, he's, you know, he like, you like to, uh, we talked to talk about here on that, that outside of his top 15 middleweight, like up and coming list. And now some of those guys like Muniz, 
Imovov, uh, Duplessis are starting to move their way into that top 15, but those guys who are sitting right outside that uh, that sort of threshold are killers, man. Young, younger killers. I mean, we talk about like young, like young fighters, like you know, some of these young fighters are like 27, 28. Like that, that's. It's just kind of young in our minds because they are like new to the UFC game and new to like our our you know our attention span, I guess. Yeah. That you you know that guy is a killer, man, because he could just do like I told you when he was sweeping that Russian dude in the last fight, I was just like, oh okay, like this this guy's an animal. Like this is this is a huge problem that people are going to have to start paying attention to. Uh, he can do it, and and, and if you've watched uh, some of those contender series, I mean, he had two contender series fights. He's got good hands too. Like he's not like just strictly a grappler. He he can hold his own on the feet, but he just he's a smart fighter. He knows what like this was a fight where it's like let's not stand here and try to bang with a kickboxer. Let's take him down and just, you know, easy way to victory. And that's not always the most exciting. We talk about Izzy, not exactly the most exciting, but hey man, the guy has only lost once in his 23-24 fight career. So And I I just recently found out that uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov is not related. To Habib. Nope. So they are not. There you go. He's just living off the name. And, and yeah, I mean, what the fuck is that about? I well, mean, common name, dude. Saeed Johnson. Uh, yeah, apparently. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say it's apparently like having Smith as your last name in in, uh, in America, <laughs> dude. That's just Williams. It's the most basic name, Nurmagomedov, apparently over there in <laughs> Dagestan. But he gets a unanimous decision victory against our boy Douglas Silva de Silva de Andrade de Silva. He uh, just didn't have much. He didn't have much for him in this. Fight. I don't have. I yeah. really do not have much to say other than that. Yeah. I just want to say De Silva Sil- again. Give Silva De Silva De Andrade De Silva a silver medal for this. He uh, he just he couldn't he couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done Very against nice. Saeed. Don't call me Khabib Nurmagomedov. There you go. Uh, cha- uh, here we go. We'll have to spend a little time here on the Vanilla Girl. Oh, here we are getting back into the W column with a huge <laughs> knockout victory against Jared Vander. Ah 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 yeah, and he's not alive anymore. So, uh, <laughs> he might not be in the UFC. He's in the land of uh, standing winding ghost, uh, standing knockout. He he performance of the night there, uh, as well for Chase Sherman, which is I mean, talk about making some bread there for uh, what a night for Chase. Chase thought he was going to get put to sleep. You know, he's going to only, he only get half of his uh, yeah cut. He's going to only get half his check. Guy walks out with double his check and another fifty thousand dollars on top of that. So, shout out to Good Vanilla Gorilla, Jared Vander. Uh, I mean, he should be cut. Yeah. I, I hate <laughs> you know. I hate to do that. I'm really am not like I've been doing that recently. And we'll talk about another guy who got cut, who should have been cut. But it's just there's a certain level that you have to obtain <laughs> that you have to sustain to be in the <laughs> UFC, and that's not it, man. You cannot you can't get knocked out by Chase Sherman. I think Jared Vanderaa should definitely stop fighting in the year 2022. He's 0-3. <laughs> he's been he's he, some rough losses. The the Olenek loss was just so bad. Yeah. I mean, and then this one was bad too. It was yeah. honestly a pretty good fight for what you know for what it was. Other um, than the Romanov loss, which I don't hold against him because Romanov should not be fighting. I don't understand why they're matching that guy up against people. I'm a Moldovian uh, freestyle wrestler, but. Uh, Arlovsky, he probably won that fight, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was kind of a, yeah. just a typical Arlovsky fight. But, yeah, the Olenek, he had Olenek hurt and just continued to try and grapple with him, which everyone that I was watching the fight with was like, get up, get up. And he, did, you know, 
Yep. Scarf he, he didn't get up. And then this fight, he just was getting pieced up from the very beginning. It just, I, I really just, I, I can't, I can't fathom how you're getting pieced up by Chase Sherman like that, or not even uh, being able to get close to any sort of grappling situation. But I think that Jared Vanderaa's name is getting called by BKFC. That seems like the uh, most logical way yep. for this to go. But uh, I think we spent we, enough time on this. But go ahead. We we will definitely enjoy seeing him fight in the St. PFC. There you go. They're, apparently, they're going to they're going to some bizarre country, aren't they? They're going Who? to Thailand or something, didn't they? Uh, Bukram or something. They just signed some fucking like Muay Thai fucking fighter or something like that. BKFC did. I don't, dude. <laughs> I have, oh man, I don't know. I know that. Fuck. They, they, God damn. I thought there was like a good, good one coming up. I I truly don't pay too much attention to them other than the one I went to. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I mean, you see, Blueface is fighting, or he did fight. That's oh, dude. Did you? See, <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see the card with Blueface? No, I saw what is oh, like, man. Eyes fighting or something like no, that. No, 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 no. I don't know what's this going a, on here, dude. This is a good one. This is a good one, ready? Oh, yeah. All right. So Jonathan Michael Porter, Blueface. He <laughs> Hold on, where's this where's this card at? I, I saw a picture of it. It was <laughs> it was insane. I have to find it. Is it only do they only have these events in Florida because that's oh, the only place God. crazy enough to hold this bullshit? So Blueface is set to box. Now, this is in L.A. This is at the Crypto.com Arena. The infamous Staples Center is Jesus. is showing is showing a main event sponsored by sponsored by showing Blueface against da, 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 Swaggy P. Yes, Nick Young, no former way. Sixer. Are you serious? <laughs> no, no, no. You're fucking with me. Is that for real? <laughs> I swear to God, it's the Super Crip versus Senior Swaggy. The Super. That's what they're Crip. calling it. For real? <laughs> I swear. Dude, the fight I swear. It's, is like nothing it's, else, man. Like you can't, you can't even make this shit up. That that the, the, some of the shit that gets made. Swaggy um, P, late, <laughs> his right arm you, or his left arm or whichever arm is only for buckets. He doesn't have any only for buckets. On it. Uh, well, Adrian Peterson will be taking people. on. No way. That's on the same fucking card, dude. Adrian Peterson will be taking on Le'Veon Bell the in CTA a fight. championship. <laughs> Hold on. There's a, there's a couple. There's a couple other ones, I believe. Austin Mc uh, Austin McBroom is back. Mm. Um, he's fighting An Anson Get uh, Gib. I don't know. Um, hold on. There was one more. <laughs> I hate to make you wait, but um, oh, I'll, I'll wait for this, dude. This sounds like a fucking <laughs> banger, dude. Salt Poppy against Andy Worski. <laughs> Who the fuck is Salt Poppy? So I guess the hell is even that? Uh, this is the KSI card. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mixing it up. I thought is Blueface on that one? Wait, oh uh, Blueface has another fight. Oh my god, he's fighting Phase. That's what I thought. Yeah, like that's he's on that he's on like a KSI card, dude. But he's also on this on this Swaggy P card. He's got a lot of fights. <laughs> oh, the rapping must not be working out. Uh, yeah, probably not. There was a I forget. There was another fight on this card. Blueface, but... baby. Yeah, uh, right. Corey from. Fancy. Corey from the real world is taking on some guy who is 6'5", and he's got the best hands on TikTok, a 6'5 wide receiver who clearly never won D1. Um, he's fighting Corey from the real world. Wait, so. wait, hold on. This guy's claim to fame is he has the best hands on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Man, this is what a world we live in, dude. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Swaggy P money line. Take it to the bank. Swaggy P money line. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Listen, man. If you can find somebody that will take these bets, I know no no reputable website will have odds for any of this shit. <laughs> Also, it's July 30th, so it's coming up. Oh, oh well, well, next week we will have a full breakdown as long as uh, – or not next week, a couple weeks from now. We will have that. We will have the Nunes and uh, Pena breakdown. Like, a, oh, man. <laughs> that pay-per-view is going to suck, by the way. That thing is going to yeah. be ass. So let's keep it moving. Uh, shout-out to Faraz Zahabi getting a victory this weekend. Uh, Eamon Zahabi, shout-out to Ariel Hawani, taking out my boy Ricky Tercios, who I am announcing my – I'm renouncing my uh, – my fanship, Fandom. Ricky Tercios. Yeah, it's just, no. And, 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 27 of 235 total strikes. That ain't it, man. You know, it's just not it. Uh, the both what of the my, fuck? Uh, the Ultimate Fighter, I think, is a garbage show now. So that, there you go. That's Yeah, you know, we, we can point Usman. to Trayshawn Gore. He's in the final, by the way. <laughs> is he? Of the new one. He's yeah. horrible. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I'm watching it now, and he is in the final. So uh, I, 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 I Is he dominating? No. No, no, he's not okay. at all. The, the guy he just fought though was huge, show. and he actually like fought a good fight. Like he, he's good. I, I, listen, man, I kind of do <laughs> hope for him to go to the UFC because he is going to get flatlined by somebody. But it, I, that, you know, it's crazy. Like Muhammad Usman's more likable than his brother. He's more like I don't know. Damn, that that's pretty sad. I mean, that's not hard. But I just no, but yeah, it's just like brothers. he's like less corny, I guess. So it's like he just, but he's still very corny. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but. Uh, Zahabi gets a victory against Tercios. Uh, shout out to Mo Usman out there. Uh, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated each week about these uh, yeah. about these fights. I know everyone's dying uh, with bated breath who's not watching the show to know what is going on. Jamie Malarkey gets a very questionable decision against uh, Michael Johnson. I didn't think it was robbery. That let me just say that I, I thought Malarkey was in the fight. I thought like when it was over, I was like, oh, he won. Like, but I had bet Malarkey, so I'm I'm very biased. Uh. I can understand why people are upset though, because I mean he dropped him in the first round, and I think the people, some people gave Malarkey that for it. I, I I didn't see the cards, but they, but they two of them gave him the first. Right, that's they what I thought. Gave him I, the th- that's where the one where I'm just like, all right, like hold on, you know, that, 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 I would, That's where I can understand I, some anger. I'd be willing to bet if John, Michael Johnson dropped Jamie Malarkey uh, second instead of first, like if they dropped each other in reverse order, I guarantee you Michael Johnson gets that round. One hundred percent. But it is what it is. I mean, he he should have fought better. You know, honestly, I, I really thought he was going to finish Jamie. Man, when he when he had him and he just like laid on him in like the I don't even know what you call that position, but just just letting him you know get his energy back, like just typical Michael Johnson. Honestly, he always finds a way to lose. Yep, uh, it's a very very typical. And then he goes and wins the third round, and it's just you know, it, it, yeah, it, it's very Michael Johnson esque. I think what is he twenty and eighteen now? Right? I think twenty one and eighteen. You got to give him. A, give uh, him a... My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, right. I just want to respect him. I want to clarify twenty. Now he's twenty and eighteen. So uh, no mind. shout out to twenty eighteen. <laughs> it was a great year. Uh, twenty seventeen was much better. Twenty seventeen was much better, but now he's on the twenty eighteen. So <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to uh, Jamie Malarkey getting the W. This kind of this fight was was fight of the night. It was the most entertaining fight of the night. They were they were absolutely throwing down there, especially in the first two rounds. Uh, it was kind of a little bit one-sided in the, in the third round. And Malarkey was uh, amazing that Malarkey's chin held up. We talked about how he had been put to sleep uh, just a couple months ago, and we didn't like him turning around that quickly. But 
I don't man, yeah. he just he's tough. He's tough, yeah, man. So someone else who's tough, Cody Brundage. Uh, yeah, Cody Brundage is. Let me just say this right out, right out. I don't think he's good. All right, <laughs> that wow. sounds like some hate. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some hate. It is some hate. But like you, like we've talked about though, if you get put to sleep by William Knight, you know you, you're on my list forever, man. Uh, forever. Two wins against Eric Lozano don't really do it for me. And, uh, you know, Relate to Sean Lozano? Uh, no, shout out to Sean Lozano out there if you're listening. Uh, I know you're a big fan. Uh, Dolce didn't do much for me. And uh, Trey Sean Gore is just not, apparently, he's just not very good. If these are the guys that we're going to pluck from the contender series, I think we need, you know, I think we need to re reevaluate what we're doing. I mean, we're not getting the TJ Dillashaw, Forrest Griffin, Michael Bisping. I mean, the ultimate fighter. Matt Serra, Rashada. Who else is for, uh, I think Whitaker, right? On the, um, the Ultimate Fighter, I think so. Yeah, I think they're uh, uh, Tony Rose, yep. fucking Nate. Wasn't Nate and Diego? Nate, they? Nate was on uh, the Ultimate Fighter. So it was Di- yeah, Diego Sanchez was. Um, like all of them, Kamaru, I think even was in it. And they're yep. trying to get his brother, obviously. So you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, Treshawn Gore is not good, man. I mean, you know, honestly, I don't know why they. I, I you know, I kind of feel bad for him. I, I think they rushed him. I know he's twenty eight. Yeah, but he like, doesn't have it. Like that's yeah, you're one hundred percent right. Like. It, if he if he wasn't on the Ultimate Fighter, he would have got like got one of those like um, what do they call them like the pro, like uh, prospect contracts or something, and they would have had him yeah. fought in, like LFA or one of those other organizations and like kind of work his way up. He was in the NFC to start, which is you know really really low level, but like that's where some guy some guys do come from there. He fought Robert Hale, who was in a- NFC, and I thought he was going to be able to break through, but he uh, he's an NFCer for life. But like his wins against. He doesn't have a win against anybody with a pulse. Like Gilbert Urbina. Gilbert Urbina is his best win. And the RGV bad boy stinks. Yeah. He is not well, good. He is a walking zombie. And he just gets hit and goes to sleep automatically. Funny so. enough, he went the distance with Sean Brady and LFA somehow. Who, Gilbert? Um, yeah. Oh, boy, that's not a good but, but, um, yeah, so the, to, to really fight all these dudes and then fight Brian Battle, just, you know, he has a little bit more experience than the other guys, and then you move all the way up to fight Cody Brunage. That's just, that's that's not, you know, there's levels. Cody Brunage fought Nick, Nick Maximoff, went the distance. He fought William Knight on the Contender Series. Like, that's who he fought on the Contender Series, not Gilbert Urbina, you know what I mean? Like, yep. So I think Treshawn Gore should take some time off, uh, maybe just not be in the UFC anymore. I mean, he's, you know, he's own two. Uh, I don't see who he – I mean, who who can he beat at this weight class? You know, if he can't beat Brian Battle. Uh, I mean, Cody Brunage isn't, like, you know, that that Sam bad Alvey? at 185. <laughs> I, think, I think Sam Alvey sleeps him. Wow. that you know, I mean, make, That's the fight to make, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you're looking at the worst guys at 185, I mean, who do, who do you put him in there with? Like, A.J. Dobson or Alan Amadovsky, who I guess is still in the UFC? You, um, yeah, you gotta you gotta think about these guys if they're even still like that. That's the, that's where the problem comes in, man. Where you're matching them up against guys who are on cut watch at all times. So he's there. He's on. <laughs> how, cut is watch. Albert, how is Alan Amadovsky still in the fucking UFC? Jesus he's Christ! To make, to make us money, brother. That's why he's unless still he, here. Unless he's not. Hey, well, while you're looking that up, Antonina Shevchenko <laughs> takes care of business in a split decision against Courtney Casey. Another boring one. Courtney um, Casey falls to ten and ten. Yeah, what do you think? that's the, the ultimate ten and ten. Uh, tw- 20, 20 fights, ten ten. She needs to retire. Honestly, that's Courtney perfect. and Casey. Uh, may- maybe, maybe that's it for her. Maybe it's not. You know, you never know. Uh, 
who I don't really have much to say. I don't want to shit on Courtney Gay. Like, you know, good for no, her. Shevchenko is not that good. She's not her sister. We've been saying that on here for quite They are not time. related. No. There's no way they're related. No, I don't she know. She is what, hot, though. The, uh, isn't she married to the coach? And the coach is spending yes. more time with her sister, obviously, because, uh, you know. Uh, apparently, the sister, Valentina, is also married. I don't know. They're all married to each other. All right. Well, there, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> All right, keep it moving. Let's let's get out of there. Uh, close the door on that fight, David Onama. Uh, Garrett Armfield. I will say we, you know, Garrett. Ar- he eventually the it went the way we eventually thought. But Armfield on on like uh, short notice, kind of he looked good, man. Like he he, he was uh, defending himself kind of well. He's wrestling with him and he was grappling with him. I was kind of impressed by Armfield because I thought. You know, when you're when you're fighting against a minus 900, 800 favorite that you're just going to get walked over. And he put up a good fight for a while. He eventually gets subbed like eight minutes in. But that's kind of expected when you're fighting. I mean, David Onama is a fucking tank, man. That's just, yeah, he's a big dude. He was Armfield so much bigger just, than him. He should stay 135. I think he honestly would be you know, kind of decent at 135. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, when I was watching the fight, I'm like, dude, this guy. like, Because you, you, whenever you take a short-notice fight, you're usually a weight class up. Like, he... At 135 would be a problem because his grappling, like he was like, wasn't quitting on like all of the like uh, scrambles. Like he was just, that's how you have to grapple. Like it's just like whenever you're in a position of like negativity, you just keep, keep, keep going, keep going, keep going until you eventually either get yourself back up or change the position. And he just constantly was doing that the entire fight. It was, I was impressed, man. Yeah, he's not that bad. Yeah, I think he beat like Ricky Turkios. Yeah, I mean, or, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Some guys like that. I'm out on at 135. Ricky, <laughs> I'm so out on him. I, I am such a fucking front runner, dude. But I, I just, I don't I owe these it. guys nothing. You're gonna keep losing me money. That I'm, I'm out on you, brother. See ya. Uh, here we go. Kennedy, <laughs> the king, the African savage, our boy, Kennedy, and Juku. Nigerian mixed martial artist, ladies and gentlemen, takes care of business against the illustrious and savage Carl Roberson. No, I'm just kidding. How about let's just go through this real quick. Dude, he fucking killed him. Carl Roberson. Um, I'm adjusting the mic so I can say this more clear as clear as I possibly can. He's bad, man. He's very, very bad. And it's not even a skill like when he would stand with him, he would throw bombs, and he would, you know, here. Okay, listen, you're fighting a guy who's got a nine inch reach advantage on you. All right, that's a problem. You know, that's a that's something you're gonna have to uh, overcome during this fight. That guy in the beginning of the fight shoots some crazy takedown, gets reversed, and then just gets held down the entire fight or the entire first round. All right. They stand up in the second round, and he tries to clinch with him to begin the second round. And then he, any time he got up, he would back up to the fence, and he would just start throwing these reckless bombs, which Kennedy would go, okay, dip, go low, take him down, and just do the same shit over and over again. It was just... Uh, and, then he, and then at one point, he's instead of like fighting for underhooks, James Cross is screaming, fight for the underhooks, get up, give your backup, you got to do something. He's going for a fucking Kimura. He's in there <laughs> fucking grabbing his wrist and like trying to like rip his arm off of his fucking body. What are we doing, man? Like, I mean, he tapped out Darren Stewart once. Yeah, so. that was a long time ago, dude. <laughs> That was 2017. 2017 was in a, Norfolk, a great Virginia, year. dude. Yeah, that was a long time ago, dude. 
It's been a long time since Wellington Terman split decision, dude, or Roman Kopolov, dude. Yeah. It's been a while since you were fighting in Moscow, man. man. That. He, uh, yeah, Carl Roberson's probably cooked. Uh, how about African Savage? Five of seven takedowns. I did not expect that. I didn't expect that. I will, you know. listen, so while I did just shit on Carl Roberson, I will say, and Carl Roberson got cut, by the way. Let me just, uh, oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I, and honestly, I don't like people losing their jobs, but if you're talking about just from a roster standpoint, uh, so I wouldn't say he got cut. The They removed him from the website. That's usually not a good sign. You know, he, he, <laughs> it's just that you don't know that for sure if he's got if he's oh, been cut, man. but that is usually not a good sign. Yeah, uh, they're trying to scrub his memory. Kennedy, uh, I think they're, Kennedy's uh, getting better. Every fight, he's getting better, man. There's no reason he shouldn't be like a top, like a ranked. There's no reason he shouldn't be ranked at heavyweight or light heavyweight. I think honestly, if you put him at heavyweight, he'd be a fucking that'd be a big motherfucker. Yeah, I was I was going to call him a, a, a term that is 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 good, but in this. In this uh, scenario, would have been bad. Um, I mean, you know, he probably should have beat Mister Nick. I think that was a all, absolute horse shit decision. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, thank God I wasn't on this. Uh, was the, yeah, the, the eye pokes killed him, right? If I remember. Thank correctly. God I was. Yeah, yeah. Still though. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what he can do. I mean, he hasn't beat anybody good. I mean, he lost to Da Ong Jung, and that was a really bad loss, and that just happened. But I don't think that you know Da Ong Jung isn't a bum, so. <laughs> You know, maybe we give him Carlos Olberg again. Maybe we give him the water buffalo, ease him up. You know, Jesus. No, but for real, he's six. I mean, six five with an eighty three inch reach. That is insane. Like if you just looking at his arm when he's just standing there, like against you know standing next to his opponent, it's just insane how big he is. Um, so yeah, we'll see what he can do. There, I mean, there's no reason he can't be good. There is no reason he can't be good, and. Uh, I just like to see what they do next with him. He's getting close to, well, you know, I can't say that he's getting close to fighting for the Johnny Walker guy. Now, like, he just fought Carl Roberson. You know, like, what are we, what are we talking about here? He, he, get him in there with William Knight again or whatever. You know, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's you know, let's just keep running these back. I mean, he hasn't fought William Knight, right? Yeah, get him in there with William Knight, dude. Fuck it. Get him in, run him back with Sam Alvey, dude. How did he fight Sam Alvey? Yeah, he almost lost, I believe. Yeah, maybe not. Nah, that would be a nope. banger. That's a fucking nope. banger, dude. <laughs> Sam Alvey would put the wood to him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Kok uh absolutely dominated Ronnie Lawrence. We hand up, hand up on this one. This we were wrong about this one. Uh, the wrestling, everything was just way too much. What happened? What's going on with you, dude? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, this guy's having some serious technical difficulties over here. I'll keep it going though. Uh, Sayud Cub just. Uh, All right, we're back. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. No like, worries. Uh, we, he put it on him, man. But God, seven of nine on takedowns, and he broke his orbital. I think in the first round, that was insane. Yeah, like we. It, it's crazy because we saw Lawrence come out here in like every every one of his fights, um, got at least like five or six takedowns, let alone attempted like ten. And this fight, just from the rip, right off the rip, Sayud Cub. Saeed Cub, which is a great name, um, he just dominated him. He, he wrestle-fucked him. I mean, you know, he's only 26. He's from uh, Assholes, Uzbekistan. Um, assholes? Yeah, you know, you didn't watch Borat? Come on. <laughs> Come on now. When he's, when he's talking about the countries, Shout he calls Uzbekistan a bunch of assholes. Assholes? Come on now. He says, Kyrgyzstan, Assholes, Uzbekistan. Um... <laughs> So shout out to Uzbekistan, but no, he's he's honestly good, man. I you know the Trevin Jones fight I think should have been 
an eye opener for everybody. I mean, also he, he holds a, like a thirty second knockout over Askar Askar, who's like, you know, one of the better fighters outside of the UFC. I think he's one or two LFA wins away from maybe getting to the UFC. Honestly, um, like this dude's legit, man. This dude's legit, and I guess you know the 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 line was closed for a reason. And if you if you you know were a big believer on him, like you should have been, um, then you know shout out to you for making money, all that man. money. Yeah, let us know I mean, next time. We'll see, yeah, let us. We'll see what happens if Pipe Vargas comes calling for that rematch, though. You know what I mean? I think he owes him one. So, I cannot wait for Pipe to get to the UFC, man. I, I, I will <laughs> pipe it up. I will be losing my fucking mind. But funny that, enough, he probably won't make it to the UFC. That wraps but, it up for uh, UFC <laughs> Vegas fifty-eight. Eight. There you go. Hey, hey. Uh, fight of the night was Malarkey Johnson. Uh, performances of the night were, I believe, Chase Sherman, yeah, and someone else. I just, I just exited out. That's crazy. But Fazeev Sherman, I think, just them two. Really? They, they yeah. Cashed out like that. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. No Nama, no Brundage. I think Brundage might wow, have deserved it. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So shout out to Fazeev. Good for him. Um, and that was UFC Vegas fifty eight. Now we're at UFC Long Island. You yep. see on ABC three Ortega versus Rodriguez, Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega. This is a premier matchup in the featherweight division. Number two versus number three. Uh, ideally, gonna the the winner of this is fighting for the title next, especially if it's Yair. Um, you know, Ortega having that loss against Volkanovski, they they try to make excuses and not run it back immediately, but. What do you say about this? I'm pulling up the odds as we speak. Ortega is a minus 170 favorite. I see a lot of people on Ortega this weekend. I do not know where I stand uh, at, at the present moment. Something's telling me Yair. Uh, it, the I don't know. Something's telling me Yair has what it takes. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you straight up. Um. <laughs> I'll tell you straight up. Uh, I think Yair's the biggest fraud in the UFC. Um, I don't think I don't think he's going to get it done. I think Ortega should be like minus four hundred. I mean, I don't I don't know how he gets Yair uh, Ortega out of there or how he beats Ortega. To be honest, um, I mean, like let's look at his uh, his amazing knockout power, if you will. He uh, I gouged Jeremy Stevens in fifteen seconds, and then he beat him in a decision where if it went five rounds, he probably loses. Uh, Max Holloway couldn't couldn't hurt him, couldn't do anything, just fine. Uh, the Chan Sung Jung fight, he was getting beat from pillar to post pretty much the whole fight. Yep. <clears throat> and he lands a fluke elbow. Uh, he knocked out BJ Penn in the second round, and BJ Penn by that time was complete dog fried dog shit. He was cooked. His brain. Oh, uh, he was it, very cooked. That, that that fight had no business. I was at the bar one night at, at that night, and I turned told them turn the TV on. Like I, I want to see this. Uh, you know, turn on. I think it was on Fox Sports then. I was like, yo, <clears throat> I got to see this uh, fight. And midway, this old dude's about to get killed. I was, yeah, I was just like, yeah. If you guys want to make some money, bet this Rodriguez guy TKO, and they're like, everyone's like, all right, dude, yeah. I wonder what the odds were that for like inside the distance that night. I would have put my fucking mortgage on it. That uh, I, didn't I have. mean, thinking back now, yeah, that was about Lock City, dude. Um, he couldn't get Alex Caceres out of there. He almost lost to Alex Caceres. He almost lost to Charles Rosa. Um, yeah, he beat Dan Hooker, but again, you know, he 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 knocked out Andre Feely. He doesn't really have knockout. This this crazy knockout power. I think he's just a fraud, man. Frankie Edgar completely just 
Frankie was still good at the time ish. Um, it wasn't his prime, but he was still good. But he fucking killed him, man. Uh, his losses are just like easy. Like Frankie easily beat him. Max easily beat him. Uh, the Korean Zombie should have easily beat him. Um, I just think Brian Ortega. I don't know. You know, this guy has like a chin of granite. Like you can't kill him. You know. Um, I don't. I, plus, I think he might might even be able to be able to hurt Yair. I don't know. Um, the deeper this goes, the more fucked Yair is. That's all I know. I think Ortega gets the sub somehow easily. I don't know when or where. Maybe not easily, but I don't know when or where he finds it. But uh, I think he gets it. Plus 210 submission. Uh, plus 155 inside the distance. I think that's a lock either way. I'm pretty big on Ortega. Well, I'll just say Ortega, or I'm sorry, Rodriguez was minus 110 the night of that BJ Penn fight uh, at TKO. So that was... Wow. That, I mean, talk about a lock. What right? the fuck? <laughs> that was worse than when I got um, Amanda Lemos inside the distance when she fought uh, Montserrat Canejo. And she fucking hit her with one punch, and the chick was just standing there wobbling around. <laughs> Good, uh, dude, that was like plus money. Draw is plus 5,000 this week. So that's a little interesting. God damn it. It's a little lower than Move usual. Down from, yeah, 6,600 6, usually. What the fuck, man? Maybe they maybe they know something we don't. Um, so how about I I like that I like uh, Ortega inside the distance. Now that you've uh, talked me off the ledge. Uh, I really was not going to bet Yair, but I do think don't it's jump, good, dude. Don't jump. I do think it's a good matchup though for uh, Yair to kind of if he's able to keep it standing and kind of keep it at range, he might be able to land some shots and point his way to a victory. I mean that's, that's that would be his best way, right? That, yeah. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just you know, but I just don't think that happens for twenty five minutes, you know. And Ortega has shown that his stand up is much better than it previously yeah. previously has been, and he's not. Listen, and like he, you said Yair doesn't throw nukes. That that's the only thing that can kind of uh, mitigate. He just throws crazy angles, and he's tall. And, yeah, you know, so maybe he, he, he's some a crazy kick or something like that. But I, you know, like you said, I don't, I don't see it really happening now. That like he just. The chant. I mean, listen. The chant. If you're gonna bet Yair, I I don't know what what you should take. Like, I I, I don't actually see him winning by points. Now that I just go through that, like, because I just feel like Ortega <laughs> will turn like will, will turn it on at a certain point if you see if he feels himself like getting getting beat. So maybe a TKO plus four hundred, three hundred, or something like that. But Ortega is not easy to be finished. So he's like a like yeah. I, I call him like he the third Diaz brother. So it's like, what do you do? Uh, he's way better. He's way better than Nate. Well, no, he's way, yeah, he's way better than him. I'm just saying, like, from a uh, durability standpoint, he just takes damage and just continues to walk forward. That Mexican warrior spirit, man, it's literally – it's. It, there, there's some things that seem like, I don't know, maybe kind of racist or kind of, like, stereotypical. There's just something to be said about Mexican fighters. It, it's it's just insane how much damage they, they take and don't fucking blink. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's cra Just look at all the Mexican boxers. If you watch a fight on TV and you're like, wow – these guys are thrown. I, one of them or both of them will be Mexican fighters. Yeah. One million percent. It's a lock. So I, I just don't – and it's funny because Yair is also Mexican. Um, I, he just – I just I, – I see a fraud, man. I've seen a fraud from day one. Maybe not from day one. I, I've always – I've kind of believed in the hype, you know. He's exciting. El Pantera. But guess who else is nicknamed Pantera? Antonina Shevchenko. So that's not, uh, that's not the greatest Ooh. company to be in. Um <laughs> Honestly, between you and me, if that Zabit matchup ever got made, he gets fucking smoked. So, yeah, well, Zabit's like a doctor now. So yeah, shout out to him. Probably still beat his ass. Uh, 
Yeah, so this is what uh, I and now we start to I, I it's not really dropping off cuz the, the whole card is kind of has names and, and good fights throughout it, but I just never understand why they make these co-main events. Like I guess it's to promote Lemos. Is that what Yeah, I guess that's kind of the move, but uh making her UFC debut, uh Michelle Waterson Gomez. <laughs> not to be confused with the Karate Hottie. This is a new Karate Hottie. <laughs> Who has a new yeah. name coming off of a loss to Marina Rodriguez and a win and a split decision against Angela Hill, who, if you, you guessed it, Angela Hill thinks she got robbed in that fight. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and she didn't. Funny enough. Uh, I don't like this fight on the bet. I mean, Lamos, is, she's going to win more than likely. I just don't like. Do you think. Do you see a finish? Um, If they. Listen, if they stand. If, if Michelle Waterson, I mean, I know she likes to move around a lot, but she also likes to blitz in like an idiot, like True. blindly blitzing in. Also, dude, she's a, she, like her whole life. She was an atom weight. Like maybe now she's put on, you know, as she gotten older, as she's gotten older, I think she had a kid. Yeah. Um, she's getting older, putting on more weight. Yeah, she's, she's probably like, fine. Mom, champ, at fifteen. Yeah. Mom champ. Even though she, uh, has no, you know, her best wins, Angel Hill, mom champ. Um, I, if she stays in front of her, I'm just saying, you know, if she's the champion of beating Angel Hill. That's, you know, a lot of people have lay claim to that fame, but um, <laughs> I I think she gets smoked. Honestly, I I, I just think, uh, you know, Lemos is kind of bigger, and she's smaller, you know, and uh, Lemos it's hard, dude. Like, she's no joke in there. Michelle Waterson, I mean, you know, what what does she do, like? How how is she gonna scare? I don't see a man of Lemos. Victory, man. Yeah, like, she's gonna throw some kicks, some weak kicks, some some jabs that don't really land. Like she has a lot of Caitlin Chukagian in her, where she's you know her offense is very just mitigated. All you have to do is just be strong or be an athlete or be quick, and you can just pretty much stop her. I mean, you know, look what Joanna wow. did to her. Look what Marina Rodriguez did to her. Look what Tisha Torres did to her, and she's you know five foot one. Like, you know, these women all took her to the distance, all beat her easily because they're all better strikers. Amanda Lemos is a better striker, you know, and she's – I don't know if she hits harder than uh, Marina, but she hits harder than Joanna. She hits harder than a lot of people, man. She she has some real crisp um, real crisp punches. Uh, Michelle Waterson's going to have to, like, move around a lot. Like, she's going to have to be very, very, like, cardio-reliant in this fight if she doesn't want to get finished. Uh, I think she loses easily regardless. Um, I mean, maybe she wants to take her down. I, that's probably just not – much better, you know, for her. I don't think she should want to take Lemos down. Um, yeah, I, give me Lemos third round, maybe. Yeah, Lemos uh, inside the distance is plus two hundred. Uh, decision is minus less one. Dude, that's worse than Ortega's. Yeah, they like they think she's going to get the finish, you know, easily more so over Ortega, which is, you know, and, I don't know, maybe. And obviously, like that that one's a five rounder too. This one's a three rounder, right. and they think she's just going to, I guess, smoke her, but. The thing I do concern that that does concern me about Lamos is this the Angela Hill fight, which hey, you guessed it, Angela Hill <laughs> thought she won that fight too. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't exactly have like this like uh, murderer's row of people who she has W's against, and Michelle Waterson has been in there against the absolute best. Mm-hmm. Andrade uh, standing arm uh, arm triangle choked her, which was crazy, and just dropped her dead body. That was, that, that was that was that was rough. That was rough. It's not a good look, but I think this is more of a matchup based situation where yeah, like Waterson doesn't really have. I just don't see the path to victory other than like 
I don't I, I don't see her being able to take her down and hold her down. That's the only other way I feel like she might be able to win, but I don't see that happening if that makes sense. You know, like I don't yeah. see her being able being strong enough or putting out enough volume to actually like yeah, like and, and, and even the volume if when she does that blitz, like I could see Lamos just having sitting on that right, right hand and just banging her with a right hand and and, and banging her, her world. I hope she bangs her hard. All right. See, I, I knew um, once I said that, that you were going <laughs> to. I think Michelle Waterson Gomez will fall to 0-1. Um, yeah, it's going to be a quick, uh, maybe not quick, but it's going to be, I think, very lopsided. Yeah, I think we're, yeah, you'll know what's, uh, and and uh, I think it's worth noting that uh, she's going down, back down to 115 for this fight. Not that, I yeah. mean, she's been going kind of back and forth, like they have her at 125, but I guess she's kind of been at 115. I don't know why it has her labeled as the 79th ranked flyweight. Why didn't she fight flyweight? Who? Michelle Waterson? Yeah. Was she, Gomez? Yeah. I was, gonna, I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with these. What's, Some, what's going knows? on with these websites? But she's probably going to be. How old is she? Yeah, she's pushing 40. She's probably. Um, she lost four in a row. Oh, no. I'm sorry. She beat Angela Hill three or four. Four or five with this, you know. She was supposed to fight He Boss. And, Maybe that's something she looks back at, you know. But, you know, you look at those, like, we, I like to label this out, you know, like, you look at those three names. She lost split the, or one split, you know, two unanimous to uh, Joanna in 2019, which that wasn't no uh, walk in the park. Uh, Carla Esparza and Marina Rodriguez. So those yeah, aren't exactly just, stiffs. Those are very top of the division. But Lamos is kind of right there, too. So Yeah, and Lamos, you know, like I said, man, she hits hard. nukes, dude. Like, so, yeah, give me Lamos. Uh, here we go, our boy, your boy, actually, Lee Zhangliang getting back in there uh, after after getting just absolutely emasculated in uh, in Abu Dhabi against uh, Hamza Chemaev. He's getting back in there to make it right against Muslim Salikov, who uh, Muslim Salikov, his picture looks like Raging Bull from like the 1960s on uh, Tapology. <laughs> Uh, I don't exactly what know. What the hell is that? Yeah, I don't know what, what's going on there at all. But he's coming off five straight victories against guys who you're not exactly going to write home about and say, wow, man, Muslim Salikov beat. Uh, Ricky Rainey is Ricky really good. Ricky Rainey, <laughs> dude. I keep, honestly don't know who that is. The sniper? Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah I the don't sniper's know. kickboxing now. He, he, uh, he hasn't fought since 2018 in UFC when he was uh, ground and pounded in a minute by Tim Means. So. It's not rough. It's not a good look, but yeah. Listen, uh, the odds will tell you that I believe Lee is the wow. Lee's the underdog. Muslim Salikov's minus one fifty five. I like Lee in this fight. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this fight. I think it might be boring. I think they might just be standing there looking at each other for two rounds, and then the leech finally decides to put it on. It's usually what he does. He's like a second half fighter. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I wasn't sure how the Pons, the Pons and the Nibio fight was going to go, and then he, he nuked him at the end of the first round. So, um, he has good wins, man. You know, remember the the Zaleski fight? He nuked him at the very end of the third round in that fight after he was uh, kind of struggling. You know, I don't know. I think I think Salikov honestly should be able to like come out here and make it like a boring and just wrestle fest kind of do what he did this Trinado, um, s- similar to what he did with Zaleski. Uh, I'm just not. I don't know. I don't. I'm not really sure. This is a weird, kind of a weird fight. Salikov's almost forty. Uh, the Leech, I think, is almost. He's like 34, 35. They're both at weird parts of their career, but uh, I'll take Salikov. I'm not too confident. 
I'm not confident. Yeah, like I uh, thank you for saying that because I as well am <laughs> not confident in this pick. But it, it's it, this is a system play where if it's close enough, I'm just taking the underdog and just gonna yeah. ride with it because I don't. I'm not laying uh, minus one fifty on Salikov because I just don't find him trustworthy at all. Here is one go. of my least favorite fighters in the UFC, <laughs> Matt Schnell. I. This is a guy who has some of the best, like uh, in my opinion, some some really not some of the best. I should I should just let me preface that right away. Uh, he has good skill, I think. I think he's got like good hands. I think his his ground game is nice, but he just can't he can't put it together for whatever reason that may be. He gets his chin is not good, uh, and yeah. he just yeah like that's a big part of uh, being a fighter and. Then you look down his list of names that he has been in there with and gotten wins against uh, Tyson Nam, Jordan Espinosa, uh, Louis Smolka, who is um, just won't stop tweeting. Uh, he's, got, he's, got, he's got so much time to tweet now. Uh, Marco yeah. Beltran, not to be confused with Carlos Beltran, who was a great center fielder for a while. And uh, Naoki Inoue. Is that how you say that, that, that gentleman's name? He was. I believe so. Won a split decision against him. Who he is now joined uh, BTS. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's interesting. But now he's Japanese. I'm just kidding. Um, shout out to BTS though. BTS. They, if you look up those guys' net worth, unbelievable. Those guys yeah, are beat the killing it. Beat the streak, man. That's uh, not exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> Sue Majiri. There you go. Wow. Majiri Sue. Fuck Majiri yeah, Sue. Dude. Majiri the Sue. Tibetan eagle. Yeah, what the a great Tibetan eagle looks like an animal. But then again, so does uh, the Mongolian murder. I mean, he, he is fighting, coming off a fight against uh, Zaruku Adashayev, who was three and two, <laughs> who's now four yeah. and four. Who just? Uh, yeah, that's right. We just recently uh, reviewed. You know, we're talking <laughs> about think... this fight where he got put to sleep by Odie Osborne in a minute. So we did a resume review of Zaruka Adashev. We did, um, and we did more too, which uh, we didn't do a good enough job apparently. Because uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Malcolm Gordon. <laughs> there you go, Sukumtov. <laughs> got arm barred by Louis Smolka like three, four <laughs> years ago. So listen, listen, Sumajiri. Yeah, he beat Andre Sakramam, he beat Malcolm Gordon, he beat, you know, Zaruk Dushev. Um, those are those are just pathetic wins. If you look at his wins before that, like before Smolka, he lost to some guy who, you know, wasn't very good. He beat a bunch of 0-1 guys. Um, you know, this is a big step up. Matt Schnell, like his nickname indicates, will put you in a lot of danger. Put you in a lot of danger. But he also puts himself in a lot of danger. He's from Shreveport, Louisiana. He's not very smart. Ah. So if you bet on... If you bet on him, you know, you got to remember that. But he trains with ATT. Uh, you know, the Roy Val fight was just weird. Just weird. Anytime Roy Val fights, whoever he's in there against, you have to think that th- their skills just become lessened he's a, for he some has, odd like, reason. He is a Diaz gene as well. I don't know what the hell happens to the guys when they step in there with them, but things just go south. Um, yeah, I, I just I think Schnell can do some things. Honestly, I'd like him plus 700 submission. I, I don't know how how you don't play that. Like that—that's pretty much what he has to do. Like he can't stand and trade with this dude. He'll probably get knocked out. Um, I mean, he has what two triangles? He had Smoke, uh, Smolka, and Espinosa triangle them both. Uh, it seems like that's what he does. Uh, this dude Sumajiri should should be there to be submitted. I mean, you know, Smolka armbar him quick and easy, like very very easy. And I, I know um, Schnell 
submitted Smolka. So, you know, obviously MMA, MMA math doesn't work like that, but I don't know, man. Plus 700 is a pretty wide number for something that's like, you know, that, that's, that's his win equity right there. He's going to have to get the sub. Um, were you, uh, were you no. around when the Southern Eagle beat the Tibetan Eagle? Were you able to catch that fight at WF, WLAF Wars 28? Uh, no, I did not. But I guess that's a it's an eagle fight. Battle of the Eagles, I guess. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> shout out to Halbin Ma, um, if that's how you pronounce that name. Yeah, give me Matt Schnell over the Tibetan Eagle with the upset. Yeah, I, I like that too. Plus 220. Uh, it's just... Hey, listen, don't bet this fight. Like, don't bet this fight. I'm he just... might, he might come out here and get nuked. I'm fully he, expecting that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I like, just told you, happen. he's my least favorite fighter in in the UFC. But, <laughs> uh, like, that that's what I'm betting. I'm betting him, and I, I think, I, I just, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I, I a plus two twenty is is enough. But like you said, like he's not gonna knock him out. More than likely, it's plus sixteen hundred for a knockout. Yeah. The submission is your best path to victory, plus 700, plus 800 on some websites. Shit. Uh, I like that. And even inside the distance, plus 5,500 if you want to guard yourself against a flash knockout of some sort. Uh, that that that's just for, if that that's just like a, a little joke, like you know, a little silly little part, you know, a little silly little prop that if you want to play, you know, if you want to have a little fun on a Saturday, Saturday Feeling morning proper. afternoon, if you want to, if you if your fucking white claws, your high noons, your your Miller lights, your fucking bud heavies are flowing early in the afternoon, then let's let's fucking get it going, boys. Shane Burgos, Charles Jordan, this is great matchmaking. This is a great fight. Plus one forty for Jordan. Minus one sixty five for Mister Burgos. I kind of like Jordan in this, but uh, it's not. This is like a uh, another system play for me. Yeah, I'm I'm scrambling a little bit over here. I just spilled water everywhere. Oh so. man, come on! I know, I'm that? like trying to like I'm like trying to like dry it, but it's on the carpet. So I'm like I'm just gonna leave it. It's just gonna air dry. I don't care. Yeah, sop just, it, dude. I, sop I, it up. Sop I, it up. I look I look like a fucking idiot right now. Um, yeah, I I like Bur. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a war, man. I think Burgos yeah. the night, might be might be able to get a finish late, but I don't know, man. You know that that Barbosa knockout loss still kind of still kind of rings to me. You know, I know he beat Billy Q after that, but that was scary. Yeah, like that doesn't happen, you know. Uh, and he takes a lot of damage. He he just fights with his hands down. He welcomes damage. Charles Jordan welcomes violence. Also, also Charles Jordan has a beautiful girlfriend. Just saying. Um, he's, he's younger. He's probably more hungry. I, you know, I don't know how to measure that necessarily, but I also think he's probably less skilled. Um, I, I really want him to win. I, honestly, I, I like Jordan a lot. Charles, Charles Jordan, Montreal. Quebec, Air Jordan, dude. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go Burgos. Yeah. I was, I, I was thinking about doing a late flip, but. This is re- like this is a really kind of reluctant sort of fight. I it, when I'm like that, I will tell people don't don't bet this fight based on me. If you have your own inclining, then go ahead. Uh, Burgos has the better strength of schedule, but I just think, like you said, like Burgos is a guy who takes damage in these fights. I could see him nuking Jordan and just crack cracking him and being able to uh, hurt him and get him out of there. But I, mm-hmm. I, I like you said though. Jordan can take some damage. He he's in the war every time. I could see this being a three round fight of the night sort of situation. So give me Jordan uh, plus one forty uh, reluctantly. 
Uh, here's oh. your fight that here was your lock of the century from a couple of uh, weeks ago that uh, you're getting a chance <laughs> to run it back. Uh, Laura Murphy, who apparently was about to shit herself when she was fighting Valentina <laughs> Shevchenko, uh, she had like C diff or some crazy fucking shit like that. Uh, she's been fighting, there. She's fighting Misha Tate, who was making her 125 debut. Get 120. Misha Tate getting a couple more weeks to, uh, you know, get down to that weight more properly. I guess uh, she's a big time favorite here. Minus yeah. 200, 210 here. You've been on Lauren Murphy for a while now. You think she's going to beat the shit out of her? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about you that. You think she's going right. to fucking ground and pound the shit out of her? <laughs> I, I want to – listen, if Lauren Murphy – Lauren Taylor Murphy, um, I think she was like 35. What, she's got, a, she's got a hyphen now too? I, I guess so. Um, I'd be more inclined to bet on her. I'd be more – uh, optimistic, but she's old, man. You know, she didn't really want to be there against Valentina. That was like an accidental knockout. She had C. That this, was just, dude. yeah, yeah, see this. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't think Misha Tate. You know, she's just both. Both are like low output. Both are gross. Not like not in that way. Misha's not, Misha's not gross, but just the way they fight now. And I mean, you know, the chick retired after like or came back after, like, a four- or five-year layoff against a chick who was literally retired. Like, you know, what the fuck? She did okay against Ketlin. I mean, she had some she had some moments, you know, some. Um, I just, I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't get behind Misha Tate being this big of a favorite in the year 2022. I just, I don't think I can do it. Um, give me Lauren Murphy. I think she might be able to, I know she's slow and plodding. It doesn't really, you know, throw much or with much conviction. But listen, I've tailed. Lauren Murphy before, you know, she won me money against Joanne. Don't call me Calderwood. She won me money against Andrea Lee. She won me money against Roxy. So I'm going to ride the train. Give me Lauren Murphy decision. She cashed out my TKO bet, Mara Barella, when I was in uh, Newark, dude. <laughs> that, that will never be oh, forgotten man. and will always be in my heart. Uh, you know, taking almost, uh, you know, 10 months from her Valentina fight, Misha Tate making this drop down after uh, taking that loss to Ketlin Vieira. Uh, I don't like uh, someone at Misha Tate's age dropping down in weight like that. And I yeah. don't – even in Misha Tate's couple fights that she – I mean, Marion Renault, we all we – ha- we don't have to shit on her to just get, get that point. Yes, we do. Um, who basically said she was retiring before the fight, which is never a good sign. And she's like 73. Yeah, and she yeah, exactly. She fought a senior citizen and then Catlin Vieira, she had no real business being in there. She and Catlin Vieira is good though, so I don't want to uh yeah. disrespect, but I don't it's just I I don't know, man. Like I th- it's more of an odds thing here. Like if it were just in a vacuum, like I could see I definitely could see Misha Tate winning this fight, but at minus 200, no sir. No sir. Uh I like Lauren Murphy to win by split decision, plus 1,000. There you go. That, that's probably a lock, dude. And Misha Tate's kind of – it's like a perfect stylistic matchup for Lauren Murphy because Lauren Murphy, their hands equal up, and I don't think Misha Tate will be able to take her down because I think that's what she's going to want to do, right? Yeah, I think she might I, – I think that's how she might be able to steal it is like a late takedown yeah, in, in a round that's like so just dead even that you know the refs or the judges get woken up by a takedown. They're like, all right, she wins. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really confident, Lauren Murphy, but I have to. I have to be. You know, I've been I've been riding this train for a while. I can't jump off now. 
Puna Soriano getting back in there this late. That that is the main card, by the way. And now we work into the prelims. Puna Soriano is getting in there against Dolce Lujambula. There you go. Wow. Holy shit, dude! I'm getting better at this every week. You're, get, you're, you're getting there, man. I'm it's telling like, dude, you. Hey, man, it's like I'm in the I'm fucking you know a while as a white belt. Now I'm like you know blue belt with a couple stripes. I'm getting there, man. We'll have Pretty... to see. We'll have to see how you do pronouncing the uh, Mahmed Murdoff opponent. That should be a good one. Can't like, wait for that that's one. That's on this card. No, oh, that, that's yeah. in like August or September. Right, good, but you'll good, know. Good. No, yeah. You'll I'll, know I'll, when I'll it gets here. I'll fucking know when I look. I look at them before the. Uh, I'm like, no, like. Because <laughs> we did name, before. But... This one, this card didn't really have any ones that were like gonna put me. Because uh, I've heard you say Sumajiri before. Like uh, <laughs> the ones I've heard you say, I can usually get. But because some of these <laughs> yeah. other ones, I, I the tough ones: Salikov, Nurmagomedov, Salikov, Nurmagomedov. Like that. That being the first and last name is like, wait a minute. Yeah, like wait, what's going on here? Magomed, <laughs> Magomed Karimov, dude. No, no, no that guy from <laughs> PFL. Uh, Crazy. So. What do we like here? Puna Soriano is a minus two twenty five favorite. That's who I like. I, I don't know how he's going to win. Or I mean, Dolce is a kickboxer, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's a who? What do you say? <laughs> it like cut off when you said he's a something. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been anything. He's a right. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I should say yes or no. He's a kickboxer, right? Uh, yeah, not a great one, but he um he does. He's it. a who? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what you said. I kickboxer. You were not, not co-signing it though. You were like, wait, not, <laughs> I gotta hear what you said. <laughs> I was not signing off on that. Um, yeah, man, this this could be three in a row. You know, I don't. I think the combined fight IQ in this fight is like twenty three. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's honestly, it's gonna be like wild swinging, bad cardio, low volume, gross grappling. That's what this fight's gonna be, pretty much. I don't. I don't really know what to take of it or what to make of it. I'm sorry. I like Puna usually. Uh, I bet on him against Maximov, and he shit the bed. Yep. Um, you know, he lost to Brendan Allen. That was a tough one. Uh, before that, he got the guys out of there that he should have gotten out of there. I, he just. They both have just cardio problems. Dolce, Dolce champion. Which is just a bad nickname. He's like 35. I can't trust him. Not that I, should, not that I can trust Puna, but... <laughs> give me Dalcha non-champion. No, I'm kidding. Give me Puna. Yeah, give me Puna inside the distance. Uh, sure. I, I, don't say, I don't say that with a wealth of confidence, but plus 120, I think the uh, odds makers are telling me that is the most I mean, uh, likely path to victory here. It's just going to be – they're both going to gas out after like a round. Like you said, though, I think the fight IQ of negative six here should uh, <laughs> l- lend to uh, some sort of finish coming on either end. So. Something. Maybe both of them. Maybe they finish each other off at the same time. Listen, uh, losing know? to Marc-Andre Barriot is not a good uh, look at this point. Ricky Simone yeah. getting in there against Jack Shore. This is a great fight, dude. This is a really good one. It's just buried here in the bottom of the card. Uh, what would the odds tell you? <laughs> yeah. Minus one fifty. Jack want to see Shore plus one thirty uh, for Ricky Simone. I like Jack Shore here. I do as well. Right, I was I a little. Was, I, well, you was a pause there, man. I was worried you. <laughs> you had you had to fucking register that one in the brain. The, the dramatic, the dramatic pause. Um, yeah, I like Jack Shore a lot. I think you know if he if he was a if he's going to run into an athletic wall at, at some point, which which is unfortunate, but it's going to happen. It's just. It just is what it is. You can tell when he fights. 
I mean, you could have told you could have tell in that uh, Hunter Azure fight. You're like, ah, eh, you know, I like him, but eh. He did beat Timur Valiev, who uh, is he still in the UFC or did he actually get cut? I don't know if we ever found that out. No, I'm not sure about that. Hopefully, he's still around because he's like 18 and two. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I just I just favor Jack Shore pretty much everywhere here. I think he's I think he's a really solid fighter. Uh, I think Simone's going to need some top control. I think he's going to need to change some takedowns together, um, which. You know, it's 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 possible. I think you know. I I can't say Jack Shore has been taken down a lot, but I don't think he's fought somebody with the uh, relentlessness that Ricky Simone, don't call me Simon, has. Um, I just I, I think there's a there's a time to fade Jack Shore. I, I just don't think it's now. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's definitely not here. It's definitely not now. Give me the minus one fifty. I don't like. I really don't like any props here. Uh, yeah, decisions gonna... decision value is really bad. Yeah, that's it. Just kind of I looked at all that. I, you know, I'm not a big decision prop guy either. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, really you hate that to, more than you hate Hitler. Yeah, you have to really fucking be obvious for it to be. I hate. I, you know what, man? Because a couple times I bet it, and I see dudes get knocked out. I'm like, I always bet the fucking inside the distance, and the yeah. fucking guys getting it, carted out on a stretcher. I should be making money off this. <laughs> It would be Chukagian. I could bet on her to go the distance, and she would just flatline someone. Exactly. So. Like, yeah, she kicks him in her but... face. You're like, all right, this is just unfair. <laughs> but yeah, let's, we're going Jack Shore. Bill Algio, King of Prussia's own. Yeah, I, I forgot I'm that. Not sure, I think so. Uh, oh, fuck no, you. yeah, no, it's him because he's he's from King of Prussia and Corintillo, who look they all look exactly the same. From, yeah, from, he's from uh, Tampa. Tampa, yeah. So Herbert Burns, not don't call me Gilbert Burns. Don't call me Mitchell either. Mitchell. That's his middle name. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> minus 200, 205, 210 for Mr. Algio. Gil- or Herbert. Jesus. See, there you go. Herbert Burns. Plus 175. I, I, yeah, what do you got? I like I like Bill Algio here. I, I think Herbert Burns is good. Hasn't fought in two years. Exactly, and coming off, uh, he got absolutely smashed against Daniel Pineda, which is red not, flag city. Yeah, I, <laughs> there you go. That's what we should just start saying. That's a red flag, big time. When if I'm betting you, uh, he has a win against Nate Landwehr, which is not horrible, but Nate Landwehr is also just like a psychopath, meth addict. So, uh, yeah, meth addict is also a <laughs> proper. <laughs> um, be amazing if dudes were fighting the UFC on meth. Uh, just That'd be awesome. Able to function at a high level. Algio's tough Who? to get out of there. Tough to beat. Um, he's just a, he's a tough matchup. He, you're not going to finish him. You know. So how how what is your path to victory? How do you how do you get this done? I think Herbert Burns has the first round to to submit Algio. I think it can be done. Um, he's been in precarious situations before. Um, the Joe Anderson Brito fight, I know he won, but he got taken down a couple times. Mm-hmm. The the Ricardo Hamos fight, he got taken down like seven times. Spike Carlisle, that was a, that was a fun fight, but that was a little you know, a little different. Uh, Lam, Ricardo Lamas making your UFC debut against him, that's that's L City right there. Uh, but he got taken down a bunch of times. Brennan Lofnane on the contender series, Lochnane, sorry, on the contender series took him down a fuck ton of times. So I don't know about the Honey Badger man. I think he's gonna win. Um. Herbert Burns, you know, I can't. I, if 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 he didn't have this long layoff, and if he was like, you know, not getting smoked from crucifix by Daniel Pineda, I think I would, you know, take a shot on him, uh, especially his submission prop, because you know his jujitsu, his jujuts is fucking top of the line. But 
Uh, I'm trying to see what a sub plus three twenty five. That's not even worth it, you know. Um, yeah, give me Algio decision. I mean, all his fights go to decision. So, yeah, uh, I'm the same way. I, I like Algio, and I'm, he's probably a prop or a uh, parlay piece. If I haven't really been yep. playing the parlays recently, but yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I've been staying out of that game. Dustin Jacoby, Daun Jung, with Daun Jung, a po- podcast favorite here. Plus one hundred five for Dustin Jacoby. I saw a lot of people freaking out about this on uh, on the huge other line game. movement. Yeah, well, he well he was a big time underdog. I'm I'm pretty sure. Or so yeah, uh, Jacoby was like minus one thirty, and now he's like plus. Now he's even money. Yeah, it's so uh, weird. People were saying he had like a leg injury before the last fight, and like that he might not have rectified that leg injury or something. I saw some of that discussion on the internet. Uh, I don't know really what that means or what I I like Dustin Jacoby just at, at like if, yep. if everything's even and none of that's true, I like Dustin Jacoby. I think Daun Jung's good, but I just don't think he's going to be able to take down. I think his path to victory is taking down Dustin Jacoby, and I don't think he Dustin Jacoby's going to be too big for him, and just his stand up is going to be too. I don't know, man. I really don't like this fight. I. Because this is a good. This is two evenly matched guys. Um, it's crazy. I think I, I don't know how the line. The, I did not expect the line to flip. Don't forget Dalton Jung's victory against Hulk. <laughs> Which one? No, like this guy's name's just literally Hulk. Yeah, he, he only oh. fought one time. <laughs> from I, th- I thought you were calling William Knight Hulk. I was like, yeah, no, I remember he beat William Knight. Um, yeah, I'm looking at him. He's a fat fella. He's only 27. He he has time. He's done, dude. That, that he he called it quits. He's he won. He's own one. <laughs> Unbelievable! What a quitter. Um, I for, I didn't even read that. I was like, which one, William Knight? Um, yeah, I I like Dustin Jacoby more here. I you know the draw that Dong Jung had with Sam Alvey. Makes me worry a little bit. If J- I don't know if Jacoby has like a you know torn ACL that just lingers. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what the injury status is, but I know he was injured and he beat Michael Oleg Sechuk every round. That's what I know. So you know we'll see what he can do here. He's had kickboxing experience with um fuck was his name? Wasn't Pereira? Didn't Pereira smoke him? Yeah, smoked him in the first round. Like you know he's been in there with some guys who can hit hard. He's been in there with guys like Don Jong. I think he beats him. I think he beats him. Not easily, but I think he should be the two minus two hundred favorite. Yeah, that's uh, that's where um I, I just uh, I said to see a lot of people saying that they don't understand these odds, and I am with them on that. I don't agree with the just like he should be a minus two hundred two twenty favorite, uh, and maybe that's just more of a Daun Jung thing because Daun Jung's coming off of a standing finish of our boy Kennedy, who his yeah. value has gone higher since that night. So. Who knows? Uh, you know, a, a draw, a split, a split draw against Sam Alvey is not a good look on the record. Uh, even though, bad look. Even though I'm sure there was points taken, and uh, if I remember correctly, there's the only way Sam Alvey can get a fucking W is <laughs> the ref takes a point. But smiling Sam, Dwight, Dwight Grant, and Dustin Stoltfoots, who is an automatic fade. Dustin Stoltfoots is like the most automatic fade of my life. Every time he gets in there, but. He is fighting Dwight Grant, who is also an automatic. Who is also an automatic. Bless you. Thanks. Uh, just bless myself. That's how I roll. Uh, the body snatcher. <laughs> he is fighting uh, coming off of a fight against. Uh, yeah, forget about it. 
Uh, listen, I don't like this fight. Don't bet this Come fight. on. No, I'm not even going to try. Dustin Stolfus, uh, I'm fading him. I'm going to Body Snatcher minus 130 if you make me pick. But do not bet this fight. This is probably, I think, my second. This might be my biggest bet of the card. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I I got Mr. I got the Amish Assassin. I think oh, no. Dustin Stolzfus, I, I listen, I think he's been dealt a shitty hand in the UFC. They've matched him up with fucking Dawkins. Adolfo Vieira and Gerald Mearshart. That is three absolute phenoms. That they have like eighty black belts combined. <laughs> Dwight Grant, I think I don't. He might have a belt, like you know, like maybe maybe not Prada or Gucci, but he definitely has a belt at home. I just, you know, he's moving up after getting completely starched by Sergey Kondosko. Um, I I think he loses his fight. Honestly, I I know he's been coming down. Uh, I think. I think you could have got Stolzfus at like plus 130, 140. Now it's like plus 110. I wouldn't be surprised by fight night if it was like a pick 'em. Honestly, I just don't. I, Dwight Grant's 37. Damn. You know, he threw. He threw. Yeah. Damn me. Damn. No, you convinced me, man. Damn me to hell. He's, he just throws one punch. He wants to throw that big right hand, which is fine. But, you know, this isn't Alan Joban. This isn't Carlo Petersoli. This isn't Tyler. Who the fuck is Tyler Hill? This isn't him. You know, like. Yeah, Tyler Hill. Shout out. I, I I don't think you know Stoltzfus is this guy who's like a champion and he just had three bad you know matchups. I, you know he's from Lancaster, PA. All right, I have to back him. I have to back the Amish assassin. Give me Dustin Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. I still don't really know how to say his name, so that would help. Uh, what's his submission prop? Plus four hundred sub. I kind of like it. Either way, plus one ten money line. Cash it out. I I I'm actually. In, in respect to you going to reverse my reverse course, and I am going to ride with you on this. Give Listen, me... I don't want to bet on Dustin Stoltzfus, all right? But I definitely want to bet against Dwight Grant. Stoltzfus has never been submitted. That so never. that that's also. Or I'm sorry, he has a couple. Uh, Dwight Grant has never been submitted. I'm sorry, I, I said that wrong. But that's fine. But guess what? Stoltzfus has multiple twister submissions on his resume. All yeah. right, that that that's enough. He knows what he's doing in there, dude. Someone else who knows what she's doing: Jessica Penne, <laughs> Emily Ducote. Yep. Dude, this is a fucking. This is a. This is a big one. I can't wait for this one. Emily Ducote has some fucking hands. I if love you that, haven't like, seen her not- like the most garbage women's fight. We're like, yeah, this, this, <laughs> I, I can't wait for this. This is the one. Dude. No, this is it. This is the one. This is one of them ones. Uh, if you haven't seen her knockout of Danielle Taylor in Invicta to win the belt, you have to watch that. She hit her with a right cross, froze her, and then she hit her with a, a head kick. To an already frozen dead opponent, it was fucking bad. It was bad. Um, I believe Jessica Penne also beat Danielle Taylor. She did. Um, I just went back and watched Ducote fight Alicia Zapatella uh, from Washington Township, New Jersey. No, um, she's like four ten, so <laughs> she beat the fuck out of her. Pretty much is what happened. She, the doctors came in and said, "Yeah, we're not doing this anymore." Um, what are the odds? Yeah, she's the favorite over Jessica Penny, which you know some people might be surprised by, but I'm not. She honestly might be able to get her out of there if she if they stay standing the whole time. Um, I mean, if Jessica Penny wants to win this fight, she should probably strike better than she did against Loopy. I mean, she was getting her ass beat in that second and third round against Loopy. Um, yeah, she beat Carolina, but you know Carolina is completely cooked. Actually, she lost to Daniel Taylor. Funny enough, <clears throat> but she she I, I'm just not impressed with her latest wins. You know. She's what thirty nine, yeah. Um, Doing a lot of announcing and shit like that too. So yeah, I you know if I if I see or hear whispers of her doing OnlyFans, that's an automatic fade. But I don't think I don't think we've gotten that far. 
Emily Ducote has some losses on her resume, but she's only 28. I mean, she was like, I think she was like 23 in there in Bellator against Alima Leigh McFarlane, who at the time, you know, her stock was through the roof. People thought she could be Valentino. I was not one of those people. I can promise you that. Um, Ducote made her MMA or pro debut against Spitfire Whitmire. Like, that's, you know, that's pretty tough. So I think she's she's gone through the gauntlet. She's lost a bunch of times. She's bounced back. She's won three in a row. Um, yeah, I think she takes care of Jessica Pena here. I like a uh, I like an inside the distance here too. Not not like a lot, but I wonder. Yeah, actually, what what is that? Um, Ducote inside the distance is plus two fifty. So it, it, that's man, they, that that shows they think it's like I think it's a possibility. Oh, one hundred percent. Her by decision is plus one sixty five. So yeah, it's like kind of it's pretty close. So usually women's fights, if you guys you guys obviously know this, like they're. Decisions are usually minus 150, 160. So for it to be kind of close like that is uh, interesting. I even like plus 160 there now that I think about it. But I like inside the distance. Uh, well, I'm no pussy. So uh, yeah. we'll go. Well, maybe. Yeah, we'll roll with it to start the night. Uh, it is, you know, you also have to think about it. We are in front of fans again. So that that is a factor for all of these fights. People, they these dudes fight differently. These women fight differently when the fans are in the building. So. That's that. Uh, that is UFC. Long Island stand up. That is UFC Long Island. What do we have? Any? I mean, Ryan Garcia is fighting this weekend. He is. Uh, no one really cares. I, I would. Though. Yeah, I, you know, Javier Fortuna. He's okay. He's thirty-two. He's from the Dominican Republic. He. Um, the Dominican Republic. He. He's okay. You know, he, he. He has some. Some belts that he won before, but you know, not really great. He fought uh, Robert Easter. That was a close fight. Lost to Joseph D- Jojo Diaz. Uh, I, he probably doesn't do it, but honestly, if, if, if he could just be tough, maybe if he can bring his A game, honestly, that's really all it takes against Ryan Garcia. If you should just throw him off his uh, his game plan, or if he just comes in not necessarily focused, he's going to lose. I know it hasn't it hasn't happened, but um, it's going to. I mean, dropped. this is not this is not Emmanuel Tago. He went the fucking distance with that bum. Like that that was such a bad fight, and people were. You know, I, I thought maybe if Tago, you know, hit him, he might be able to hurt him because he has power. But that did not happen. I don't know if Fortuna gets it done. Probably not. Uh, if this sets up the Javante Davis fight, give me Javante D- Davis inside the distance. Fucking send it to the bank. I like that. Anything else we have to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I don't think so. I could check it. if there's other boxing fights, but no, yeah, no, that's it. That's about it for me too, because uh, uh, oh, uh, Jake Paul is fighting um, Kasim Rockman, Rockman Jr. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like I, I, Rockman's not like his dad, that's for sure. His dad beat Lennox Lewis once once upon a time. Likely. Yeah, that's he he sent he sent Lennox Lewis to the land of winning ghosts. Now in the in the rematch, he got sent. He, I I don't know what land it is, but he got sent to the the deep dark shadow realm. So. Lennox made up for it, but you know he's got he's got the boxing pedigree. He's twelve and one as a pro. I think he has over hundred amateur fights. If you watch, he's also a big motherfucker. Like, I think he's fought around 230, 240. Like, he's a big dude. Jake Paul's is a big is a big dude as well, but he is not that big. He's like a cruiserweight, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hasim Rockman's a legit heavyweight, six three, two fifty. I think uh, he did lose to Kenzie Morrison, the son of Tommy Morrison, who is okay. But he's also a big motherfucker. Hits hard, undefeated. Uh, Rockman's pretty slow, but honestly, I think 
Unless he takes a dive, which I think, honestly, there's a possibility. Either he takes a dive or he's just not really, like, he doesn't care. Because this happens so quickly, you know, I, I I don't know much about this guy. You know, ever since that Kenzie Morrison loss, he hasn't fought, so. And he didn't look great in that fight. I went back and watched him fight Nathan Bedwell, and that was just a pathetic, that dude stinks. So, I don't know. Honestly, that's going to be an interesting fight. It's a legit boxer. It's just kind of one that nobody knows and one who's like, like a B-level boxer. It's better than Tommy Fury, right? Absolutely. Tommy Fury stinks. Okay. Like he, I'm glad he, was, str- he was struggling to beat guys who were like, you know, part-time taxi drivers. Part-time, not even full-time. So, like, yeah, I think this is a – you know, they trained before. They used to spar Tommy, uh, Rock, uh, Paul, and Rockman, but I think it was a couple years ago. I don't even think it was, like, necessarily, like, recently. Uh, Paul's talking shit. Rockman, I honestly loved how he handled himself in the uh, – in the presser, I don't know if you watch any of it. Really. He was staying composed. He was giving it right back to Jake Paul. You know, he's not one of these fucking Tyron Woodley losers who doesn't know how to talk shit or Ben Askren. You know, like, I think this dude, you know, he doesn't want to embarrass the the sport of boxing. Like, look at his last name, you know? Uh, I think he's going to try to go in there and just prove that, you know, Jake Paul, this this whole thing's going to end. But when is this minus, August 6th, which is, you know, kind of soon. Up, yeah. Jake Paul minus 250. What? crazy i don't know i mean listen i'm probably staying away that has fix written all over it so um also also dustin stolzfus is now plus 105 just happened just now in front of my eyes well you ladies and gentlemen hurry up and get on that i'm gonna put this podcast out so you guys can all fucking lock in your bets uh my name is matt mcsweeney what is your name my name is dwight grant no uh my name is ty capone And this has been the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. We will be back next week to talk about UFC London. We are going back to London. Uh, Curtis Blades, Aspinall, there's plenty of fights. Hannah Goldie is making an appearance. Let's go, mate. Uh, Jack Hermanson, uh, just naming bizarre names that I can think of on the card. But it'll be a good card next week, and we will have plenty to talk about. Based, I mean, two two weeks in a row with fans in the in the building, so it should be. And Patty the Batty is fighting the, the twerk king, so it's going to be <laughs> quite a night. So thank you for joining. So there's us. a lot that's going to happen. Hell yeah, dude, we'll have a ton of shit to talk about, and we'll have so, shit to talk about from this past weekend. So thank you for joining us, and uh, hopefully you guys can cash out some money. Go birds. <laughs>